0: Welcome to Mayor Gonzo's Trop Rock Celebrity Showcase, bringing you the hottest celebrity interviews in Trop Rock. And now, here's the honorary mayor of Key West and the fabulous Florida Keys, Mayor Gonzo Mays.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and lovers of Trop Rock music. Thank you for joining me on Trop Rock Celebrity Showcase featuring special guest, Nashville singer-songwriter Randy Moore. Uh, Randy, thanks for taking the time out of your busy worldwide schedule to chat with me, because that's what I like to do is chat. And I trust that you've received the news that your song Refuge is on the list of nominees by the Trop Rock Music Association for Song of the Year. A really big deal, right, in Trop Rock?
2: Well... Uh, yeah i mean song of the year that's a that's a whole year's worth of music so um there's a lot of music that happens in a whole year and uh yeah i'm 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 pretty jazzed that that um it's being considered um that's that's great i mean that that's great for the song
1: it is indeed now, how did you receive the news that you were on the list of nominees? Where were you? What were you doing? Did it surprise you and I'm just nosy like well, that so uh,
2: first of all, yeah, I was surprised um because um as as you know i'm not a I'm not a full time trop rock artist i'm I do a lot of different stuff and everything, and trop rock is is part of my bag. But it's not it's not the whole uh, it's not the whole set of groceries uh, coming from the store, at least not yet anyway. But what happened was is, is I got a message from the guy who is uh, running the Trop Rock organization, and he said uh, Mark Friedman is his name, and he said, "Hey, he said um, I basically want to try to see if you'll get your song in there, Refuge, to to be nominated for Song of the Year, and I." I sent him back. I said, well, I'm not, I I mean, do I qualify? He said, well, we've changed the rules this year, Mm -hmm. so you don't have to be a a full-time trop rock. In other words, it doesn't have to come off an album that's totally a trop rock album. Right. He said, it's about the song and about the single. And he said, so we've changed that rule so we can include more songs. And he said, I didn't know if you were aware of that. And I was like, well, no, I'm not aware of it. But since you've changed it, uh, and you want me to be aware of it, I'll just go ahead and get it in there. So <laughs> he kind of helped me uh, get it plugged in, so to speak. So that that's how it, it all kind of – the ball started rolling in that direction. As far as, like, um, how uh, he knew about it, I know that he knew about it from you guys' show because because uh, Weekly Trop 40 has turned that thing into basically a gauntlet uh for the the year of 2017 so uh, i have i have uh you and harry Teford to thank you know foremost for its popularity and there's a lot of other folks who were playing that song and there were a lot of folks were playing it, that song more because they were seeing the results and they were seeing what was happening on your station so it was, it was basically a groundswell that was really you know started uh, in earnest by um, Radio A1A, so uh, I can't say enough good things about that and how it's done so many good things for the song already.
1: Well, the song we're talking about is Refuge, and how is it that you how is it that you were adopted by the fans of trop rock music? I mean, that's not like your whole that's not the whole enchilada of your music uh, genres that you like to play in, which is mostly Nashville, right? I don't know how many well, genres you're in.
2: Uh, okay, just just as a as a sort of a thumbnail sketch, mm-hmm. um, I'm basically a, a <clears throat> kind of a folk country artist, uh, and anybody who plays folk music and country music is going to have quite a few trop rock things in their bag, and I'm talking about things from. Bertie higgins i'm talking about rupert holmes uh, i'm talking about um uh, jimmy buffett obviously zach brown um kenny chesney so all these different all these different nashville artists and all these different pop artists contribute to my bag of what i do when i entertain people so uh it's I keep I keep my my, uh, my playlist to a wide variety because I play at a wide variety of places. I've played on a regular basis. I've played at Schooners down in Panama City, usually twice a year for the last five, six, seven years. I've played there, uh, so when I'm there, it's all about that. And and what's really funny is is there's a lot of songs that they're not about exactly about the 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 tropics. But they have something to it that fits and plugs into trop rock and to the feel and to the the fandom of it uh when whenever whenever I'm there and I'll do uh the james Taylor song carolina uh, on my mind they they love it that's 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 really carolina on my mind is is basically adopted by trop rockers because it 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 has this thing to it and there's a there's a there's a certain feeling that that trop rock has to it so so overall my my music is is not trop rock but it does have that laid back relaxed you know let's listen to music and feel good uh thing so i would say in my soul i've got a lot of that trop rock in my soul and I think that's why Trop Rock fans have adopted me, because I think they hear it in, not only in my songs that, that are directly in Trop Rock, like, like Refuge and Sunshine State of Mind and things like that, but some of the other songs, they have that soulfulness, that Trop Rock fun and soulfulness in it. And um, I'm glad for that. I mean, you know, seriously, I, I, was, I was raised down in Houston, Texas, and we, we would go down to Freeport. To go surfing all the time or go over to Galveston uh, Corpus Christi South Padre Island so it's a its there's a very there's a lot of tropical things that go on down in in South Texas uh, different from different from Florida but not too different you know Gulf of Mexico it's the same water
1: <laughs> exactly exactly well speaking of the Gulf of Mexico and South Padre Island did you know do you know Jimmy Buffett? Have you ever met him?
2: I don't know Jimmy Buffett. Um, I work uh, extensively and am a really good friend of the guy who produced most of those albums with Jimmy, um, Norbert Putnam, and Norbert was fairly responsible for developing uh, what today that we recognize as the Trop Rock sound. When uh, when they started working on uh, uh, Jimmy's album, which would end up featuring Margaritaville. Um, norbert was called by the record label and they said jimmy doesn't like his album that he did and he goes well it sounds great and they said well he he does he doesn't want to work with that producer again I think it was jim ed norman he said they said we want we want you to talk to him We want you to have a meeting with him so they called norbert in and norbert has a meeting with jimmy and they start talking and and uh he's he starts throwing him ideas and and singing a few songs for him and and Norbert's like, well, you know, these songs, they have this, you have this feel that, that feels like, you know, the ocean. And you have all these songs about boats and, and everything. He says, Why? He said, let's don't do this album in Nashville. He said, let's go down to Florida. He said, Derek and the Dominoes finished this great record down there. Uh, it's, it's in Miami. It's Criterion Studios. Let's mm-hmm. go down there and record there. We can be close to the ocean. And Jimmy said, great. I just bought... A 40-foot sailboat. I'll sail it down there. We'll park it in uh, Coconut Grove, and he said that's where I'll be. So when Jimmy shows up and with his boat, and they start recording the album, um, they take the re- they take the rough mixes out on the boat every day, and they have a cocktail and they play the mixes while they're on the boat. And Norbert got the idea that he wanted the record to sound like it had the feel of the ocean so he started pointing he started really purposely pointing things into the into the production of the record i'm talking vibes and uh, you know ship bells and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. so it would have the feel of sailing, of being at the water, of being at the beach, of being in the tropics, so that's that's really how they developed the sound. Then Jimmy Buffett walks in about three or four weeks into the recording process, and he starts playing Norbert this song about losing his shaker of salt and cutting his heel on a on a, a pop top and all this. And Norbert's like, "Well, what is this?" And he goes, "Well, I call it Margaritaville." And Norbert says, "Well, uh, listen, when you get it finished, bring it back." but I'm not really crazy about the title. So so they he goes away. They're just about finished with the album. Jimmy comes back in one day and says, Hey, I finished that song. Norbert says, What song? He says, Margaritaville. He goes, Okay, play it for me. So he plays it for him. Norbert goes, You know? this is really a great song. It's got a great story. There's tragedy. There's a protagonist, the whole deal. You know, it's got everything. It's got conflict. It's a, there's, it's a, there's a, there's a woman in there, but then he's blaming himself. He goes, okay, let's record it. Mm-hmm. So they recorded it. And I think that would be uh, ground zero of prop rock history. Uh, as far as like how they recorded it, what they put into it, because once again, you know the production uh, was developed around the feel of the Caribbean, uh, the the Bahamas, you know the you know South Florida, the Keys, you know the Gulf of Mexico, the Atlantic coast. All of that was you know all of that was brought into there. I mean, they 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 purposely wanted to make it sound like that. Seriously, make it sound like white people were playing reggae you know, in a way. And, and it had that, it had that island laid back soulfulness to it. So Norbert and I have worked together for, for many years and we've worked on different songs and, 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 and he and I write songs together, and we're working on a new album now, actually, which is going to feature a couple of trop rock songs, and specifically uh, aimed at Jimmy Buffett. Not not for him to record, but they they, they actually invoke his name. So, but oh, okay. that's kind of where my Jimmy Buffett trop rock connection really gets heavy is with norbert my friend and my co-producer on this on this uh... new album that we're doing and he played bass on refuge too i actually took refuge down to uh... florence alabama and we went in the studio and he put the bass on it because he's a he's a session bass player he's played on tons of records over the years so um... he's he's involved in all of that and um... jimmy has, you know, stated, you know, many times how, you know, Norbert's, he was a key, he was a key figure Mm -hmm. in, in making that, creating that sound that, that now is, you know, it's never, it's never going to go away. I mean, there's always going to be a parrot head uh, nation uh, hanging around. It's, it's, it's a lot like the Grateful Dead, you know, in its own way.
1: Exactly. Well, what's some of your...
2: that might have been a long way to go to to get to to the answer to your question, but, but there it is.
1: <laughs> it is okay. It's okay, Randy. I like to hear your explanations there. So what's your favorite Buffett song, and what was Norbert's favorite song off the album? That was requ- um, that criteria.
2: I think his favorite, and, and I don't know if it's on that album, um, I think his favorite song that, that, that they ever did was... Um, and, and I'm, I'm trying to think of the title because I, I haven't listened to it, but the, is it The Coast of Marseille? Oh, The
1: Coast of Marseille. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think that's, I think that's the title. Yeah. My favorite Jimmy Buffett song is Pencil Thin Mustache. I just love listening oh, to that damn song. You do? It, it's just, it's it just, there's just so much going on in that song. It's so fun to listen to. It's so, it's tongue in cheek. It's, it's satirical. It's, you know, self uh, uh, self humorous the whole thing is just like it's just a ride through a stream of consciousness that that I really get off on every time I hear it I'm, <laughs> I'll just I'll just uh I'll just find it on YouTube or something, and I'll just play the damn thing when I feel bad. <laughs> Sounds
1: like it's gasoline for you, you know, a little medicine for you. Well, what does Trop Rock mean to you? I mean, there's always this bubble uh, out there that's talking about Trop Rock, and nobody seems to wrap their heads around exactly what Trop Rock well, Everybody has a different definition.
2: Well, I mean, you can you can always go with the the obvious and the concrete but but for me trop rock music is a feeling uh... it's it's like soul music is a feeling because there's a lot of different types of soul music that you can listen to and trop rock is not it is not pigeonholed into one particular sound uh... two or three particular grooves uh... one particular way of expressing yourself Basically it's a feeling and when the song has the trop rock feeling to it which is laid back, relaxed, uh easy, you know, good, feeling good, it's a strong feeling of feeling good. Just like when the waves come in and you're standing there and then the undertow kind of, you can feel the feeling of the undertow as it goes out. You can feel it against your feet and your ankles and your and your calves. You can feel that water pulling on you. That's what trop rock music is. It's the feeling of of the way the ocean feels when it comes in and, and you can feel it on your legs and then it co- goes back out and pulls and it pushes. So that's really what trop rock music is. It's a feeling, not so much a, well, you know, you... You gotta say this, or you gotta you gotta sing about this, or you've gotta play it this way, or oh well, if you don't have steel drums in it, then you're screwed, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh well, you know, you've gotta have some vibes here. Well, you know, if you're not wearing if you're not wearing a Caribbean hat, we we just can't have that. Yes. No, it, if you don't have a Hawaiian shirt, forget it, man. Get out of here. That's that. All of that is window dressing. What it is, is the best drop rock songs have a feeling to them and well, they have your... a feeling to it, it. And it's almost in the same sense that when you hear a song, no matter what kind of song it is, it takes you to a place, takes you to a certain place. You know, when I hear the Beach Boys, Warmth of the Sun. I, it takes me back to when I was a kid, and me and my brother had, uh, we were shared a bedroom in, in South Houston, and he had this Beach Boys album, and he would play that. We had, we had Marvel Comics. My favorite was Spider-Man. His favorite was Captain America. And he would play that Beach Boys album, and that song, every time I hear it, it takes me back to that little room where we had all our toys and, you know, we were just kids, you know, we played baseball during the summer and, you know, we went to school and just the whole thing, it's all in that song, Warmth of the Sun. So it's a feeling. Trop rock music is a feeling, you know. It takes you you to, uh, and it's like what you guys say, the road to paradise. The road to paradise, I mean, paradise could mean, you know, a myriad of many things to people or it could mean one specific thing but it's individual it's in- paradise is individualized you know you don't have paradise isn't it's not a Campbell's soup tomato can it's not okay paradise is this is it this is the, that's what it looks like That's what that's what it tastes like there it is no paradise is is as individual as as a feeling that people have about something so it's the same thing with trop rock. It's a feeling, the music and, and what it says and what it does to your insides.
1: Well said, well said. Now, what's your favorite things about trop rock, though? Or did you um, answer my that? Favorite and...
2: things, mm-hmm, my favorite things about trop rock is is when, they, when it says something, um, it usually says it in a humorous way. And it keeps you, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not depressing for one thing. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a, even if it's a sad song, um, there's a, there's a Chuck Berry song, which is really great. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard, it's called Havana Moon. It's out of this, it's off the charts good. To me, that's a trop rock song. Okay. But it's about a guy who basically he's, he's waiting on this girl from America, and he's the, he's the guy who loads the boats all the time, and she's going to come from America because she's visited him before, and he can't wait for her to get there because he's going to marry her, and they're going to sail off into the Havana moon. Well, he's waiting for her so long that he decides he's going to drink some rum, and he lays down and he goes to sleep, and when he wakes up, he realizes she's come and she's gone, and she's sailing out. And he's under the Havana moon, and it's it's the saddest thing, but it's done to this dun, 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 Havana moon, dun, 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 Havana moon. You know, it's just you catch your you could catch yourself dancing to this tragic story. So, trop rock music does that. It it doesn't. Um, it's not a downer, even if the message can be some somewhat of a downer, you know so it's that 's one thing I like about it. you can kind of you, you can keep it easy, you can keep it feeling good and you don 't have to be it doesn 't have to be grungy and deaf and all this kind of stuff uh, and it's and it 's still serious in its own way, but it 's serious in a way that basically registers. I think for maybe intelligent people, people who, you know, have a, a level of intelligence where they just go, you know what, life is short, I've got to quit taking everything so dang seriously,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know, right on. even the bad stuff, I can't take it seriously, because I'm going to tell you something, Gonzo, where, where you and I are at, we were born into a place that is 99.9% above the line of suffering in the world, we are. We don't half most of the time we're not even we're not even aware of it. But if we could look at it every day <laughs> we'd all be on our knees just thanking, you know, the maker. We'd mm-hmm. be going all right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You now
1: know. refuge has been on the weekly on Radio A one A's weekly Trop forty charts for how long now, Randy?
2: Well, it's been on there since February of twenty seventeen. And um, it's still on there now. Mm-hmm. So it's been a year and four months, uh, if, if I'm calculating this right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, July—that's five. So it'll be—it'll be a year and five months. This thing has has been on the Top Forty. Song of the Year. And it it doesn't it doesn't seem to doesn't seem to be fading a whole lot. It seems to still uh, have the same, uh, impact and, and, uh, and the message is the same. It hasn't changed. So I I just, I mean, I'm, I'm watching it and I'm going, well, apparently people still like the message of this song. They still Mm -hmm. like what it says. So, um, that's a, that's a dang long time for a song to be, you know, sitting somewhere, you know, in, in the same, Thing, you know it certainly to, you know, is to either have not moved off or maybe moved somewhere else that isn't even related
1: so, so you've been so Refuge has been was 2017 song yeah. of the year drop rock song yeah. of the year of the year that is a mouthful right there and then it is still on the charts in 2018 has never left the charts no in the top 40 drop no. 40 countdown
2: so it's that's still sitting there.
1: it's pretty damn you know, it's, impressive.
2: It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you talk about you talk about buoyancy. <laughs>
1: yeah, for for real. Hey, you want to hear it? You want to play it now? Let's listen to it.
2: Uh, well, let's see. Um, I've got my I've got my guitar here. Are you guys going to play it? You want me? Yeah, to play it? no,
1: we'll play it. We'll play it here. You
2: play it, okay? Yeah, we'll play yeah, it. Yeah, let's 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 hear it. This is this, um, when I when I produced this. Um, i had this the sound in my head of hearing you know more than one of my voices singing so i purposely doubled the voices so it gave it that much more of that beach boys brian wilson you know warmth to it and um of course um my buddy um uh john kearns played an excellent steel part and that made Tony Harrell, uh, the piano player, it made him sort of answer his steel part. So, um and then of course Norbert Putnam's playing the bass and Greg oh, wow. Morrow, Superman from Memphis, Tennessee, is playing the drums. Oh, dang and, man. you know, I'm handling the guitar work and it's just uh this is this is probably for music, refuge is probably one of my best moments uh to date. Is and that right? I'm just dang proud that I stayed out of the way and, and let it kind of fall out.
1: Let's hear it, Harry D.
0: If you could see Inside my heart You would find a place You belong, a place that's safe from all the rain, from all the pain. stand I'll be
1: Song that's a beautiful song, beautifully arranged. Everything's just perfect about it. How did you feel, Randy, when Refuge was adopted as the official evacuation song for Irma?
2: Well, to tell you the truth, it gave me a pretty big lump in my throat because, for once, uh, a piece of music that I had and got myself involved in had my name on it really was making a difference in people's lives. And as far as I'm concerned, if we're not here to make difference in other people's lives, then what are we really doing here? So exactly. that, for that one reason alone, I mean, seriously, it, it, this is a business, but... I don't care. (laughs) I hear you. I'd much rather make a difference.
1: I hear you. We're going to play a little commercial right now. It's talking about the Trop Rock Music Association's how to uh, vote for the nominees, how to vote for the nominees and for the Song of the Year. So we want to make sure that everyone knows how to go there, Randy, and vote for Refuge for the Song of the Year. And if you'll just give us another minute here, we're going to play this uh, information.
0: Hey Trop Rock fans! Did you know there's a nonprofit membership based organization whose sole purpose is to promote the genre of Trop Rock music, and support the artists, and increase overall awareness? It's called the Trop Rock Music Association, and for the last 12 years we've been working hard to build and promote the Trop Rock genre. To achieve our mission, the TRMA works closely with artists, radio stations, venues, festivals, and others to help organize and build the infrastructure necessary for Trop Rock to grow. If you want to help, we ask that you visit troprock.org to learn more about our organization and become a member. Memberships are only fifteen dollars, and there are sponsorship opportunities as well. So visit troprock.org and help the TRMA take things to the next level. And as a bonus, you get to vote and help decide the winners of the twenty eighteen TRMA Music Awards. Thanks for supporting Trop Rock Music, TRMA, where music meets the beach that
1: website is troprock.org you want to go to troprock.org it's 15 dollars to be able to well you'll become a member um, that's for a membership and you'll be able to place your vote for refuge and for Randy's nomination so we need to we need to constantly keep hitting it keep hitting him up with votes i believe in voting twi- i believe in voting twice randy
2: okay, <laughs>
1: yeah so uh, listen now if if refuge were to win the Trop Rock Association Song of the Year, how will it impact you personally, and how do you feel it'll give the song if it'll give the song a larger audience obviously
2: yeah, I really do I think it'll give the, the song a larger audience and it will springboard it uh, into probably a little bit more of a um, let me just put it this way Mm -hmm. i think what it may do is it may influence other trop rock artists to go you know what i'm going to write one like that i'm going to write one that's that that uh that that says that that gives a kind of a message like that um that that may be an inspiration for those those guys and gals which would be good i mean Mm -hmm. i'm all for it um nobody really owns anything these days anyway we're just all borrowing and stealing from each other but that's fine you know as long as we as long as we we're doing it you know and and it's all all good and it's for for a good (laughs) really for a good purpose you know it's it's you do things if you do things for a good reason you can't go wrong so um... so i'll be i'll be happy that it happens but more than that i'll be pleased that it, it it'll take that song because when you write a song or when you create a uh, a record it's kind of like it's I can't really compare it to a kid but it's a little bit like a kid you do everything you can to give it the best chance uh to be everything it can be so that's that exactly. would that would be a a good shot in the arm for good old refuge <laughs>
1: exactly i love that song can you relate to us any personal stories that are connected with refuge and its influence or impact on other people's lives
2: um I've had uh, a couple of people uh, that they're going to go unnamed, but um, just the ones that come to my mind are folks uh, that I've had write me notes saying, uh, this helped me get through my cancer treatment. Uh, I've had one person who said, this helped me my my wife was uh, in the middle of trying to commit suicide and and this helped me get through that and basically helped me to get her into a better place uh to to help me um so it it's it has a it has a message within it that encourages people to support other folks to be that that refuge for other folks, and it also has the message for people who need a refuge to, to let them know that that they 're not alone. There is somebody there is somebody there who cares about them more than they probably care about themselves at that moment so um, so i i've i 've had and I keep getting personal notes from different people uh, you know private messages and emails and things like that, so like I said it 's done it's done some really really beautiful things and i <laughs> i say that's what a piece of music or a piece of poetry or uh, artwork or what those things should they should move people you know and as an artist you can't ask for more than that so
1: well if if you out there all the listeners out there want to vote for refuge by Randy Moore at the trop rock on troprock.org for song of the year just go to troprock dot org and vote for refuge. And thank you, Randy Moore, for being a part of Mayor Gonzo May's Trop Rock Celebrity Showcase. And I'll catch you on the flip flop, Randy.
2: I hope so. Doggone it! It's it's been a fun ride so far. Thanks for being my friends, you oh. and Harry Tiford both. Thank, oh, thank you're you amazing, both for being my friends.
1: You're amazing, Randy. We're, it's it's a pleasure. It's all our pleasure. All right. Catch you on the flip-flopping. Good luck at the Trap Rock Music Association Song of the Year. I'll be voting.
2: All right. Flock on, children. Flock on.
0: (laughs) You've been listening to Mayor Gonzo's Trap Rock Celebrity Showcase.